Good morning. Welcome to Walking Through Glass, the podcast with your host, Dr. Dina C. Brown. I am so excited to come to you this morning and just really begin to share those additional nuggets that you may need to help push you through your today. And I am going to turn this background music down a little bit so that you can hear me. I love working through this new live platform and I appreciate you bearing with me as we kind of add that little background trace, but yet you can still hear my voice. So today is Wake Up Wednesdays, and I'm adding a new level to Walking Through Glass, the podcast. And at one point you had your daily dose of vitamin Dr. D, but you know what? That daily dose was not really sustainable with my schedule to bring you consistent messages at the same time to help you get through your day. So I had to go revise. I had to go just make some shifts. And so this is part of that particular process. And I thought, hmm, what days, what days were my most favorite? And I always loved wake up Wednesdays because on Wednesdays, it was an opportunity for you to truly begin to wake up to you. Hence, I now bring you Walking Through Glass live on Wake Up Wednesdays. And it's still that dose of vitamin D, which is medicine for your mindset. So with that being said, let's just kind of jump right into it. For those of you, because this is a new platform, a new experience, let me introduce myself to you. I am Dr. Dina C. Brown, officially known as the catalyst to my clients. Why? Because I make shift happen. I'm a 20 plus year veteran educator with approximately 10 of those years serving as a school administrator. But in 2016, I decided to take my life back and made some shifts some transformational shifts that started me on this all new powerful journey of truly beginning to help women get out of their head and lead. And in 2017, I founded the Lead Her Shift Movement. And the Lead Her Shift Movement helps women of all ages and sizes and creeds and colors really truly begin to show up as their unapologetic self. And with that, there's nothing more powerful than truly knowing who you are so that you can show up clear, confident, and consistently. And to help make sure that this message of service begins 
to spread and show up and really impact and empower people on a global level. I launched Walking Through Glass, the podcast. Is this my first podcast? Absolutely not. I did do LA Talk Radio and that message was get real with Dr. Dean and I'll tell you, I still bring you the real, all of the realness. And I dabbled here and there, but along this journey, as I encountered various things and situations and circumstances, I found that my ability to truly show up as my authentic version of myself was often clouded by fear. And so today's message, today's dose of vitamin Dr. D, which is medicine for your mindset, is all about fear and having faith over fear because fear can really rob you and stop you from living the life you imagine. And when you realize you can manage fear and anxiety, then I'm telling you, look, your life will change. And so I wanna share with you today, real quick on this Wake Up Wednesdays, some very specific um, tools, especially, and I think I'm gonna do uh, a series, hi Betty, See, Betty's popped on. We have someone else popped on. Say hello. Jump in the chat if you can. But this is an interactive morning space um, to be able to be there. So I'd love to have you pop in and I'd love to have you begin to share. Hello. So today, as we talk about fear, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you, that I've worked myself into such a frenzy. I mean a frenzy before that I lost all sense of rhyme or reason. So there's nothing more to, to bring that high anxiety out. And what is anxiety? People say, you know, I'm having an anxiety attack where you feel the shortness of breath. Sometimes you lose um, kind of a sense of understanding. It seems as if you're in other places and other spaces and that nothing makes sense. Why? Because that fear piece, what it has released in your in your just how your brain is now responding is causing you not to even think rationally and so i've had that particular um experience and i'll share with you um one experience i had more recently with my son my son um actually works and he was working at night and i was expecting him to be home at eight or nine o'clock and so i dozed off on the couch and because he's 17 and there's still curfews, he's a first year driver, um, I still, I love to stay up and wait till he gets home or I tell him, please text me when you leave work um, so that I know to when to expect you, et cetera. Well, I dozed off and I woke up and it was after 9 p.m. And when I woke up, I realized he wasn't home. And so I started calling him to check and texting, hey, where are you, where are you? I got nothing, I mean nothing. So there's trigger number one. And as a mom and a single mom raising a 17-year-old African-American male in Orange County, California, where I live, I got triggered. 
I got triggered because the day before I watched a 17 year old who was sitting at a 7-Eleven on the news get blown away because someone said their music threatened them. And so in my mind, it started replaying, oh, I remember him driving down the street. I remember telling him his music was too loud. So all of these little things just started triggering, start triggering, triggering, triggering me. And I literally had such high anxiety, I could not even think. So to the point of when I couldn't get him on the phone, I um, couldn't get him by text. I said, he should be home. I went from anger, did he go hang out with his friends to mad that he's on the back of the road. I literally created a whole scenario where my son was somewhere on the back of the road, somewhere being attacked and not, you know, able to get to me, you know? And the anxiety rose, the bile, my stomach, my hands were shaking. Everything was, I, I mean, I literally was in a frenzy. I jumped in my car and mind you, now it's after 10 o'clock because now I'm really panicked. Now, now I know he's on the side of the road somewhere and something's happened to him and he couldn't get to me. And I literally just created this scene in my head. And I jumped in my car, I'm driving down the street the whole way there. I'm about to cause an accident because I'm looking at every side street. I wanna take the back roads, the front roads, looking everywhere because I know that he was somewhere and he needed to get to me and he couldn't. And so it went from whether he was stopped by the police to someone pulled him over to the car broke down and someone attacked him. Literally, you name it, I created it in my head and I was so panicked. I was so stressed. I was so just, and I realized that I allowed my mind to take over. But the truth of the matter was, the actual truth was that he was at work. And so me running out of the house in my t-shirt and my pajamas and everything, and getting there and seeing him walk out saying, hey mom, I had to work a little bit later than I expected to. I broke out into tears after I hugged him and screamed, but I realized I let my anxiety and my fear, my panic begin to take over and take over my mind so that rational thought wasn't even an option. And so knowing that in this entrepreneurial journey and knowing that I'm a mom of a teenager, <laughs> that I'm probably going to have many more moments and opportunities where I may or may not, you know, have high anxiety. I begin to research and study and look at more grounding um, techniques because I know grounding is part of the practice. And so that's what I want to share with you today, because what I realized too, is that faith and knowing that there's protection, that there's covering, and that the God I serve will definitely make sure that we're all good. And that that power to control my fears is mine, mine alone. I realize that I have to do something about the anxiety that will probably happen. And it'll probably happen again. So here's a tip. Okay, because these are just your really quick doses of vitamin Dr. D. Hi, Betty. Back. So I want to give you these grounding techniques. This is what really helps. 
when you're feeling anxiety, it doesn't matter the situation, doesn't matter the place, it could be at work, it could be at home. Maybe you are a speaker, maybe you are a presenter, maybe that you have to get in front of groups of people and you're a singer and you deal with anxiety. Okay, here is exactly what you do. So whether it's full blown attack or it's just overwhelming anxiety, okay? And you're talking to yourself, this is how you can self soothe, okay? This is about self, self soothing. So I want you to think about your five senses. And this is a technique that they use at the Mayo Clinic to really help to treat people who deal with a lot of high anxiety. So to self-soothe, this exercise can help you shift, shift your focus of feeling anxious, shift all of that unhealthy thought patterns. So even if you're not um, really anxious, but yet you're feeling like maybe angry or frustrated, or you're creating those mind movies that may be toxic, here's something that you can actually do. So let's think about your five senses. So the very first thing, I want you to use your sight, okay? When you're in that situation where you are home or out, you need to look around your environment. Turn your focus onto five things in your head, five things. Just kind of begin to focus. Begin to describe them in great detail. What color is the object? What's the texture? Does it have a distinct shape or form? Focusing your attention on those very five or so items and paying attention to their details, they'll help you ground yourself in your body and alleviate some of those symptoms of stress. So those symptoms will be alleviated because now you're grind, you're grinding, you're grounding yourself into that space. You are making yourself consciously aware. Okay, so let's start with the five. We have five senses and you could use your fingers to kind of help tip these off. So we go with the sight. What's in our environment? Let me focus it on my head. Okay, in my head, I actually see a ball. The ball is circular, it is red. It is used to play um, um, handball with. And so I begin to do that. And what it does is it brings my focus to the present because to bring anxious feelings down and anxiety down, you have to bring yourself back to the present, okay? You absolutely have to do that. So we start with the sight because we're gonna go through our five senses and you're gonna use your five senses to battle those anxious feelings that you have, okay? So five objects, five things in your head, just start to identify those, describe them, begin to look at those um, things that are there. Next. We're gonna think about your sense of touch. Touch, four things. And you could even use your fingers as something to kind of help you because we got two hands, so you use those five fingers. Five, okay, senses we're gonna talk about. We start with five and five things we're gonna identify in our environment. Now we go to touch. What are four things that you can actually physically feel? Four things that you can feel. Focus on how your body feels against the chair you're sitting on or how the material of your shirt feels on your hands. It's also if you have a, a, a keychain made of like beads or a spinner, something to run your fingers over. Focus on the shape and the smoothness. Concentrate on how the objects feel to your touch and describe those sensations in your head. 
put those sensations in your head. So we had those five things in my environment I'm looking around. Now I've found four things that I can actually physically touch. That touch is so powerful. Again, all of these things are doing is helping you begin to tell your brain to calm down, okay? And you're focusing on the present. It's taking you out of your head into the present moment, okay? Where you know that it's it's safe and now it's gonna give you the opportunity to be in the thing. So now we've talked about sight, we've talked about touch. Now hearing, tune into the sounds in your environment and begin to identify what it is that you're hearing. Can you hear a bird chirping outside your window? Cars driving down the street? Can you hear footsteps in the distance? What about your breath? This is a perfect time to inhale and exhale and take three really intentional breaths. Three intentional breaths. Inhale. Exhale. And inhale again. And exhale. And so as you're hearing your breath and you're listening in and tuning in to all the things around you, those feelings of anxiety and that anxiousness is again bringing you out of your head where you've created this chaos and brought you into the present moment where you now can actually, actually begin to function and to think and to consciously make decisions. And so now that you begin to look around your environment using your sense of sight, you begin to touch things using your sense of touch. You begin to hear things using the sound, the sense of hearing. Now smell, find two things that you can smell. Can you smell any coffee, your perfume? Is there a particular smell that you enjoy? Start carrying it around with you or so that you can utilize it in, in this exercise if you need it. I love lavender and I also love lemongrass. And so those of you that love essential oils, this is the perfect time to keep them in there. Or your favorite little lotion. You know what, heck, use that hand sanitizer and think about it as sanitizing your thoughts. But your ability now to smell what's around you in this particular space and in this study, when the Mayo Clinic did this study, they knew that, they indicated that lavender effectively ameliorates generalized anxiety. Lavender, so you don't have to take drugs to calm you down at this particular point. You literally can, the smell of lavender works. So having that around, it makes it better. It's very calming and it's very soothing. And if you can't stand the smell of lavender, then find something that you identify and you associate with to be able to smell, to bring that, that anxiety down. And this is important, especially for those of you that are in the corporate space and you have to have a meeting or a conflict conversation, or you're dealing with maybe a meeting that's maybe a big deal, an opportunity. These are amazing techniques to use to bring the anxiety down so that you can present your very best self. And the five of our senses is the taste. Pick one thing to taste. It could be anything such as gum, a chocolate bar, 
a cookie, a drink. I love to carry peppermints. I carry peppermints in my car. I tell my son to carry them in his pocket. When I was giving um, exams to my students, I used to keep peppermints around for them as well because that either action of chewing or um, soothing with that, that particular um, taste in your mouth has you experienced. And I love peppermint because it's very refreshing. And if you can begin to experience what you're tasting right now in the moment, or if you can drink something and you let it just sit in your mouth and taste it before swallowing it slowly, we call that savoring, right? If you can begin to savor that, then you'll notice that you've brought yourself back to the present moment. And by doing this exercise, you create space between the anxiety and the panic. And you allow yourself to calm down. It's really easy to get caught up in the racing thoughts that come with anxiety and slowly begin to feel as though we are losing control. I know I've been there. I've been there multiple times and I've found various techniques. This is only one of the techniques. But using this exercise to reconnect with the present moment through your five senses is a great way to regain control of the mind and your body because you're shifting your focus to the present moment. And when you do that, it will slow down your heartbeat and pull you out of those thought patterns that are causing you to spiral. That's the power in this exercise. That's the power of the breath. That's the power of using your sensory, you know, details and using those sensory actions to bring back focus into a life and experience that has somehow began to be out of control. So this is one of my favorite activities because it doesn't just take me out of the mindset space, but it also helps me physically begin to connect and not do something crazy, you know, that, you know, we can get kind of crazy and doing and doing things. And so this wake up Wednesday, I want you to realize that you have control. And when fear and anxiety begin to take hold and you begin to think you can't, that you're not enough, you're gonna mess up, it's never gonna work, then try this particular activity and see. And it should be pretty easy to remember because you got five fingers, you got five senses, and you have five powerful strategies to make it make sense. You know, I am in the midst of some amazing projects. I'm in the midst of some extraordinary life changes. I'm in the midst of being an empty nester. Wow. My son, my baby pumpkin, is at the cusp of entering a new season of his life. And as I take this journey with him, Lots of fears and anxiety, not only for myself, but for his well-being, rise up. And I've realized that before I allow those thoughts to get out of control and take me to a space and a place 
that is unhealthy, that I need to do something because I deserve to live the life that I imagine. I deserve it free of anxiety and fear. Fear does exist, but it doesn't get a vote. It doesn't get a vote. So, and it's never gonna go away. Not 100%. And I'll tell you, people say, well, I've never been afraid. I'm not afraid. I believe that they're lying to themselves. They may just have learned how to manage it. And so I'm on this quest to really manage and master my mindset because that's where it starts. That's where it is. And when we can manage our mindset and have faith over fear, then we can triumph in many areas and aspects of our life. And so today, on this Wake Up Wednesday, I share with you not only a strategy on how to manage fear and anxiety, but I challenge you to take hold of something that you've been afraid of, that's been holding you hostage, that you've been afraid to leap into, and to take action today and just move. Do it afraid. Get out of your head and move. Do not allow your mindset to talk you out of really experiences, the, experiencing the greatest season of your life. Your mindset can make you miserable or it can make you money. It can make you think like you're out of control and have nothing or it can make you feel like you are overflowing in abundance. The choice is yours. When you begin to think, think and become conscious of where your thoughts are taking you, you have more power to control them. So here's a technique to use when you find that they're getting out of control. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for joining live. This is my first, like this is my second live that I'm using this platform. And I thought I wanted to bring you these this experience. So thank you, thank you, thank you for popping in. And um, if this works and people like live, I my goal is to start popping in live on a regular basis and really give you strategies to managing what's going on in our head. I'm telling you that this walking through glass, these fears, these doubts, these, these emotions that we are feeling are taking over and we can't be happy. We can't even love ourselves when we don't even know who we are because it's, it's, it's clouded by fear and past scripts and things that truly honestly have happened to us. And we have to begin to see that this empty nest syndrome right oh my god this is new and i am i'm excited for him i'm excited about everything that's going to be available to him and i'm excited about what i'm getting ready to do in my life as well but here's what i decided i decided that fear doesn't get a vote <laughs> i decided that in this new season that 
I'm going for it. I'm going to move. I'm going to act. I'm going to do. I'm going to learn. And I'm going to develop so that I show up as the very best version of myself. And I'm telling you, I'm ready to win and win in a big way. And I'd love to bring any and everybody along um, to join me. And if this live and if walking through glass, the podcast, if this is your first time listening in, even if you're catching it on the replay, let me know. Um, what is it that you want to talk about? Are you interested in being a guest and joining me on air and talk about some of these things that we're working about? I'd love to hear from you. I'd love for you to join me because this is not just about me. It's about us. It's about what we will begin to do collectively together to impact those around us, to add value. So thank you for listening and thank you for joining me. Thank you for giving me fuel to, to just um, continue to do this because even this can be a little bit scary. How do we connect? Um, you can inbox me on walking if you're um, if you've subscribed I know you can inbox me or leave a piece in the comments but you can also follow me on Instagram at Dr. Dina Speaks on Instagram and Twitter and send me a DM send me a direct message and I'd love to have you actually come on come on the show and my Sunday shows are a little bit longer they're actually interactive conscious conversations and um, you don't have Instagram then send me an email Dr. Dina Dr. D-E-E-N-A at drdinaspeaks.com. And I would love, love, love to connect with you. And um, and I believe um, Podbean allows you to connect as well. We'll, 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 figure, we'll figure it out. It's D-R-D-E-E-N-A, Dr. Dina, at Dr. Dina, D-R-D-E-E-N-A, speaks s-p-e-a-k-s all one word.com so dr dina i'm gonna put it in the message i forget this live thing guys this is a new piece for this and i'm still learning it and um piloting and beta testing it and so boom <laughs> so i i i'm definitely excited would love 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 to connect and folks what do you want to talk about what do you want to hear what are you really dealing with you see, walking through glass, people ask me, and if this is new, and I'll share this before, you know, I pop off on the day. Let me let me share with you where this actually comes from. So in working with and coaching and working with a lot of um, senior executive women, which is where my passion is, and having some of them as friends and some of them as clients, they have these amazing positions. They have these powerful platforms. They are in the news. They're in the media. And they look at, they look like these bad, what bad boss chicks, right? And yet when they leave that space, they're broken inside and they're crying and they're, they're saying, I, I don't, I, I have low self-esteem. I don't believe them enough. They're dealing with imposter syndrome and they're saying they have these positions. They have the corner office. They broke in, they shattered the glass ceiling and it wasn't the glass ceiling that's causing them angst because they can do it. They had the learning, they had the education, they had the career experience. It was walking through the glass. That was the problem. And in walking through the glass, 
fear, doubt, anxiety, limited beliefs, you know, disappointments, deceit. That's what they struggled with. How do I do this and still keep it together? Hence, Walking Through Glass, the book, which will be released in December, Walking Through Glass, The Ultimate Guide to Be Sane, Sexy, and Significant in a Male-Dominated World. And from that spawned the podcast, Walking Through Glass, the podcast, where I thought, we need to talk about these things now. We need to deal with these types of um, issues now. We need to begin to um, be our sister's keeper. So although the tips and the strategies that I give work for men and women, I am speaking to you. I am speaking to you. Oh my goodness, my friends are going through similar experiences and I thought I live with. Yes, at the professional level, at every level. So here's the questions that begin to pop up when I begin to do this work, because this is what I'm called to do, right? So I'm a speaker, I'm a teacher, I'm a coach, but I'm a mom. I am a woman. I'm now an ex-wife. And all of those things that I've had to deal with on this particular journey, I begin to question myself. So even when I was the senior leader and I had position and power and a nice hefty paycheck, you know what? Guess what? I was miserable because I felt like every time I walked into my building, I walked into my job, my place of employment, I was walking into a pit of vipers. And that when I began to show up as myself, then me showing up as myself was always problematic. And so when situations occurred, either A, I had to make a choice to, to go big and be and risk being put or to play small and deny who I was. And in that denial of who I was, then I began to die from the inside out. And so what I realized is that People looked at me and they would see me. And even now, I mean, the truth, even now, people will say, I can't believe, you know, you you doubt yourself. I can't believe that, you know, you, you don't, because the way that I show up. And they always ask me, how? Yes, I do. I do have a blueprint. I call it the C3 blueprint. Yep, yep. Yep. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I'd love to hear you chat about changing our blueprint. For example, how do I get over the fear of what my parents will think of my choices? I'm nearly 50 and still don't want to disappoint them. Yes, absolutely. I am writing that down. We will talk about that because I will tell you that um, that's been part of my journey and what I call my C3 blueprint. Um, for success and C3 is actually C and with an exponential three and there's nine shifts that uh, there's five shifts that we take as a part of it I call that the shift factor because I'm gonna tell you that getting over that I'm almost 50 <laughs> as well <laughs> Ooh, something about being that 50 right and fabulous is that um, wanting to make sure that I don't disappoint people and I will, I will go and do a, a larger episode. This is so good. I'm so glad I decided to go live. This is what I wanted to know and, and get interaction on. So here's what, here's a quick, this I'll go and do a larger, um, talk about it. 
Um, but here's what I had to do and I had to make some decisions, Gail. I had to make some decisions that I was gonna love me first. That I was going to love me first because saying yes to me was going to make sure that I can show up as the best version for me for everybody else. And so, um, and for those of you listening, I actually have a 28 day mindset cleanse, which starts on Saturday. And at 5 a.m. every morning at 5 a.m., it's a soap cleanse. And it's 28 days and it's $28. It's literally less than a cup of coffee a day. And I didn't want to necessarily, I wanted to make sure that it was affordable and packful, but it's a soap cleanse. And in that soap cleanse, we start with scripture, observation, action, and practice. And so for 28 days, it's really powerful. You have a mini video of me talking about the soap cleanse and what we're doing, that practice piece, but you have actionable steps and you have a reflection guide. Because as we know, when we talk about developing habits, they say if you do something for 21 days and over that 21 days, um, you begin to develop that habit. Well, I wanted to be extra and make sure that it's stuck. So I said it's 28 days <laughs> that we're gonna do that. And I will put the soap cleanse in there and I would love for everybody to join me on that, um, that piece, because it's your mindset, that mindset mastery. I'm telling you, I, there's, there's, there's so many, so many, um, things that we deal with and that we are challenged with because we personally don't manage our mindset and we think others and, and here's here's my favorite, and I'm gonna do a TED talk on this one day. So when y'all hear it, y'all remember I said this. My TED talk, and you'll have to pardon the language, will be entitled, Who the Fuck is They? Okay? Because we're always saying they. They won't let me. They are not, you know, going to. When I'm gonna tell you who they is, they is you. It's you, it's your mindset. It's your mind telling you, it's that inner bully that's beating you up. It's that inner bully telling you that you can't do it. It's that inner bully. And so that is you. But how do you begin to move past that? How do you begin to actually make that shift, right? And so I do have a program. I do begin, I said, oh God, that's the work. He said, I called you to do, is to help women particularly make those shifts um, to do that. And so part of that shift is starting. So I'm going to put the link in here and anyone who wants to jump on board with the mindset cleanse, and maybe I'll talk more about that. Um, I don't know. Maybe I might not do just one day of, of live. I want to know what times actually work um, best for people. It seems like this is it. Um, but, um, okay. I'll put that in there. How to influence our kids once they move out on their own. Oh yes. You don't want to be controlling. Oh, yes. Yes, this is so good. This is so, I'm telling you, this is everything, everything that has actually been um, on my plate. How to um, chat about how to interact with our kids once they move out on their own and you don't want to be controlling. Um, and you want them to be independent young adults, even when they're doing things you do not agree with and that you no longer have control. And here's the quick here's here's the quick and the skinny i like to kind of give you we'll go and do a, i'll do a whole session on this 
But here's the quick for this, okay? It starts with you making a decision right now, okay? To let them live their life. But it starts with you beginning to own who you are and realize that you're not defined solely by who you gave birth to. Yes, I'm gonna tell you, I call Xavier, he's my baby pumpkin. And I I wanna control all of his, <laughs> I wanna control all of his life. And if you trust what you've poured into them, and I'll, I'll share this part with you. I told my son, Xavier, he makes my best stories. And I've told you, I became a better leader. I became a better mom. I became a better everything by being Xavier's mom. So we have, from the time Xavier's been little, we've always shared, we have the law of 1890 in our house. At 18, you have 90 days to make a decision. Where are you going? You have to go somewhere. And I'm not saying you can't come back, but you gotta go somewhere because you can't really be the young man, the young woman that you are called to be because I'm always gonna be the mom and I know myself enough that I'm gonna wanna control your life, okay? So now, if you're going to college, great. You can come back and visit the guest room, but I want you to have that feeling of independence and I want you to have that feeling of growth that's there. And so I've had this conversation with Xavier, gosh, for all of almost, 15 at least of the 17 years as he's been alive. So as we're now getting, I'm getting near the empty nest phase, right? And I'm going, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And I'm getting near the empty nest phase. I looked at him and said, oh wait, where are you gonna go to college? Where are we moving to? I can't wait to go with you. And he turned around and he looked at me and he said, mom, do you not remember the law of 1890? I said, huh, wait, 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 what are you talking about? And he says, mom, he said at 18, remember, we have choices and you've always shared that with, with me. I said, yes, but you know, you might need your mom. And he looked at me and this is the tearjerker portion. He looked at me, he said, mom, you spent 17 years making sure I was a viable adult. What are you worried about? I was like, um, he used my words because for as long as I can remember, I've always said to him, I want to make sure you're a viable adult. Yes, you you know, grades are important. Yes, this, but let's make sure you're a viable adult. So I took him shopping. I showed him how to cook. I don't mean just cook top ramen. My son could actually cook you a whole complete, um, healthy, well-balanced meal. We looked at budgeting over the course of his experiences. Why is the difference? Okay, it's okay to treat yourself to go out, but here's the difference. You just spent 20 bucks having a hamburger and french fries, but you could have bought the thing of hamburger meat and potatoes. And for five bucks, 10 bucks, you could have had meals over, you know, and so we've talked about that. We've talked about how to um, problem solve and do all of these things. And we've talked about this for 17 years and I always use the word. My goal is to make sure you are a viable adult. You're a viable adult. And when he said that back to me, and I looked up at him because he's 6'2 and 255 pounds and is a defensive tackle um, on his team. With tears in my eyes, I just smiled. Now the truth is I went to my room and I cried. <laughs> Because I thought, oh my God, my baby's growing up. He's growing up. 
and I'm so proud of everything that I poured into him. And that when we look at our children going on to their next, it's important that we don't place on them our scripts from when we grew up, whether they were good, bad, and indifferent. And that if we truly want them to be the best version of them, because as parents, that's what we want. We want them to be the best version of themselves and add value to the world in which they inhabit and to be catalyst for change. But guess what? The change starts from the inside out. And so moms and dads, but particularly moms, if we think about all the love and the nurturing and all the things and all the verbs, they hear you. They might act like they don't, but they hear you. They hear us. And because they hear us, we planted that seed inside of them. And we planted that seed inside of them that is flourishing. But the only way it will begin to sprout and take root and where it needs to be is for us to let it grow. So how do we begin to really begin to give them the space that they need and let them grow? I call it my um, my stealth mode <laughs> a little bit. Um, I this this is I'm I'm crying <laughs> this morning because every time I look at him and I said, God, thank you so much for trusting me. Thank you so much for trusting me to be his mom. That this gift, because I tell him. He truly is my greatest achievement. Not the PhD, not the awards, not the accolades. He is. And I want to see him shine. But guess what? It's his journey. And that's been the hardest part I had to deal with from a mindset space. It's his journey. And I don't want him to have my phobias, my restrictions. I want him to feel limitless. And in doing that, I have to let go. And I'm a woman of faith. And I said, God, and he said, Dina, he said, I don't have any grandchildren. <laughs> He's mine just like you. And you have poured so much. But all of that cannot foster and grow if you shackle him with your worry, with your fears, with your concerns. So let go, let God, and let them live. And if you can do that, and when you do that, you will have relationship. Because here's the part, when we talk about they're doing things that I don't approve of, well, did you do things that your parents didn't approve of? That was part of your lesson, that was part of your learning. We're on the same journey, we're gonna take different paths to get there. And so being in that space, being in that place, having that sense of understanding is going to bode well. And so I had to make a decision. Did I want to be right or did I want a relationship? 
And I make that decision every day. Do I want to be right? Or do I want relationship? Because right now, while he's going through his own version of his now, it's his battle, it's his choices, it's his script that he's writing. But at the end of the day, I want him to come to me and talk it out, walk it out, think it out. And so I choose relationship over being right. I choose you decide what your journey is and then let me help you put a strategy in place to get there. I start with questions. So help me understand what it is. I don't start with accusations why that's what I grew up with. So thank you. I am, this is very, I'm very passionate about this. I'm very passionate about us. I'm very passionate about you learning to live your life and love you so completely and to think so concretely that everyone and everything attached to you wins. They win, including your children. So I had my son read As a Man Thinketh by um, James Allen. I paid him $100 to read. My mentor, John Maxwell, um, shared that his parents um, paid him to read great books. My son likes to read, but I wanted him to read that. And we talk about it periodically. As a man thinketh, it's the power of your mind. Your mindset is important, it's powerful. And because it's so powerful, you can think yourself a winner or think yourself a loser. You can think yourself sad. You can think yourself happy. But do you want to implant and share your fears and anxieties with your children? And then their children, and their children, and then their children. So I've been all over the world and I chair and I and I took my son with me. He has he has seen it all. Um, for those of you that are new to me and understand a little bit about me, um, and I hope that you continue to join me and invite others to join me because this is my space, this is my love, this is my passion. And it was very fearful for me to make the choice, you see. After a near 20-year career in education, for me to not just pivot, because me pivoting didn't get me anywhere and it didn't make me happy, but for me to shift into the space that I was called to be, I had to realize that what I do is inspire, empower, and transform lives. How I do it changes. And this is my how. But I seated in my child over the course of his 17 years, all that's been inside of me. So I lived in Germany for eight years. I lived in South Korea for eight years and I've traveled around the world. And my son began traveling the world at the ripe old age of four months. And he's seen things in places. And now in 2016, when we moved back to the United States permanently, um, he to go to for him definitely to go to high school and have some continuity and to do that. It was a, a time, was also was a scary time for me and for him. And I was very, nervous and afraid and he was very excited <laughs> so at that time when i wanted to control a lot of things um in our life because things had gotten out of control for me um 
I looked to him because when I couldn't do it for me, I could always do it for him. So I started to do the work on me. I started to do the work on my mindset. I started doing the work because I didn't want the same relationship that I had with my mom. I wanted something better. I wanted something powerful. I wanted something meaningful. I want him to call me. I want to be his favorite human. And I tell him, you're my favorite human. And I said, am I your favorite human? He says, yes. And so although I put some parameters in place and we can do that with our children, but we have to be honest with them from the place in which we start. So as you've made some decisions, know that Janie, your son's going to be okay. You needed to ask them to leave so that they can grow. He's going to be okay. How could he ever know that he could fly if he never was pushed off to test his wings? So here's the thing. They will be okay. And you pushing them and saying, go and grow doesn't mean that you're not still their pillar and you're still not the pot that has framed their soil. You gave them a good foundation. You planted them in great soil. You put powerful things in their spirit. Now watch them flourish. But if we keep covering them, then they don't ever, they will never know what the sunlight feels. Whether it's to get a tan, to get a sunburn, or just to get their vitamin D, which is what they need to be happy. So these are great questions. And I don't want you to feel lost or lonely. I want you to feel aware and conscious and then think, where do these feelings come from? Where do they come from? That's part of the mindset cleanse that kicks off on the 28th is getting to the point of where did this come from and what phantom limbs, what things am I dealing with in my life, in my past, in my background that is blocking me, blocking me from living my very best life today and rejoicing in today. And so I know we've been here almost an hour and I'm so glad, <laughs> so glad that I came on and I was obedient because I was going on last night and it got late. And then I said, I'm gonna do it in the morning. Why? Because I wanna set up my, my practices and being consistent and really setting the tone. And I know that my mornings are more controllable than my evenings right now and my schedule. And I'm telling you that um, this has been so powerful for me. And I hope that I was able to give you something and share with you um, something and help you understand, you know, and I do know what is what, what you're going through. Trust me. And, and this is in spite of divorce, in spite of all of that. Um, I am going to, I was going to only do Wednesday. I used to do your daily dose of vitamin Dr. D every morning. And at this time marks, I believe I probably will be on in the mornings. That's going to be my new normal to come on live on the air in the morning. And on Sundays, I do drop a recorded episode. So I will be on tomorrow morning thank you thank you thank you gail thank you everybody that's on there thank you janie thank you oh i i just love i look forward to building relationship with you so until next time 
have fun at your meetings, continue to do great things, and know that you have the power and the authority to define your situation. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you follow me at Dr. Dina Speaks on Instagram and Twitter, I'll post on there and maybe I'll just set up, you know what, we'll start going live. Maybe I'll start lives at seven because that's really works time for me. I'll start at seven and we'll flow from there. We get that early morning daily dose of your vitamin Dr. D. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And invite some friends to join us. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I appreciate you. Um, whoo, you are not alone. You are not alone. Thank you so much. And I'm going to get to work on those um, questions and I'll post those so that, um, and if you have more, and if you know others that have more, the best thing, either you can send them to me and email them to me at Dr. Dina at info at Dr. Dina Speaks, and I'll add them in and we can talk about it. Or if you go ahead, if you're on Instagram or Twitter, or even on Facebook, um, you can pop in there and send me your questions. I want to know. I want to know what you want to talk about. And let's work this through. Let's walk it out together. All right. Have a great day. And thank you for joining me on Walking Through Glass, the podcast with your host, Dr. Dina C. Brown. Be blessed, be bold, be beautiful. But more than anything else, be happy and love on you today. Have a great, great, great wake up Wednesday. <laughs> Bye-bye.